exercise. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Today's podcast is going to be devoted to relaxation, one of my favorite topics because it's really, really hard to achieve. So I figured we just take it straight on and try to figure out relaxation and how to become more relaxed. And that's the topic for today. We're going to talk about it from a mind perspective. What is um, relaxation? How can? What are some of the things that we can think about to help us in our days to become more relaxed, to help us better to be able to tap into our you know, um, deeper self-subconscious. And then we're going to talk about the body portion. We're going to talk about things that you can do to help relax your body, the three different levels of relaxation. And lastly, we're going to end with an exercise called the mind-body exercise. So that's going to be the podcast today. It's a rather cool afternoon here in Dallas, Texas, in East Dallas. So it's a great afternoon to talk about relaxation and how we can become more and more relaxed. So let's just dive into the content and start off with the mind and how the mind thinks about relaxation and how we can become more mindful of that topic. As always, if you've got any comments, we'd absolutely love to hear them. Please direct them to our Twitter page, at WillRadioRun. Any comments that you want to make, just send them to the Twitter page. I'll respond to them as they come, and anybody that wants to respond to other people's comments can definitely do it from there. So, it's officially time to break out the patchouli and the candles and just get relaxed because today's topic is going to try to relax people or just at least be mindful of relaxation and just discuss the topic in general. So let's dive in from a mind perspective. What do we think about relaxation um, and, uh, you know, as a useful instrument and something that could be powerful? Um, You know, the way that I usually view it is you know, most people are unaware of the power that you have, so it's really important to be able to tap into that power to try to relax yourself. A lot of people see being tense or being, you know, having stress in your shoulders or having stress inside of your head as a self-defense mechanism, and that's actually not true. A lot of this is devoted to trying to figure out things that are not true. Last week's episode was devoted to things that are not true, so we're just going to revisit that again, you know. Absolutely not is stress or is, you know, tension in the body and mind something that you're going to use for, or that people can use for um, self-defense. It's something that is unnatural, it's something that you need to work through, and it's something that's going to help you, or something that you need to work on in order to handle your interpretation of stress, your interpretation of what is external, that's what's going on outside of your head. So, um, yeah, it's absolutely not something that's natural or a defense mechanism. It's really the critical foundation of, of, you know, developing your inner resources. And there are two things that you can do to, or to be mindful of as it relates to um, relaxation. And that is to be free of stress and develop inner resources. And that's relaxation, just in general, and diaphragmatic breathing. Now, a lot of people know what diaphragmatic breathing is. It's just being able to breathe from right above your stomach, you know, right by where your chest cavity is, mostly from where your stomach is. I always used to hear my music teacher, like when I was in like elementary school, middle school, used to talk about how you look at a baby and the way that a baby breathes. And it, the babies naturally breathe from their stomachs. They don't take a big breath from their upper chest. They take this natural breath from kind of, you can see their bellies kind of go up and down. And that's the natural way to breathe. <clears throat> Somehow or another, we take these breaths that's like, like you're gasping or you've like seen a ghost or, you know, or whatever. That's actually an incorrect way to breathe. It's easier for me to say because I'm 
talking about it in theory, but it's much more difficult because you need to practice the right behavior. So that's kind of what this is, just to be mindful that diaphragmatic breathing is the way to go and is the second part of um, building a critical foundation for relaxation. The first part being, you know, what is relaxation? So, you know, deep relaxation is more than a stress management technique. It's really the way to gain access to some of your more inner resources. So when you're relaxed, you're going to work more efficiently, you're going to think more clearly, you're going to solve problems more creatively, and you're going to feel better emotionally and physically. So that, can, that makes sense. You're better able to tap into your unconscious when you're more relaxed. And there's three different levels of consciousness. There's the, there's the conscious mind, which is making just everyday decisions, your reactions to things. These are the, this is the conscious mind. And, and then there's the subconscious mind, which is make, you know, your long and short-term memory is housed in your uh, subconscious mind. And that's the next level down. And then the third level down is the unconscious mind. And that's where the, most of the activity that takes place um, that impacts your life is in the unconscious mind. Uh, it's where you solve problems. It's where you experience knowledge. And it's really where your habits, if you get them beaten down, down enough, and that sounds bad, but if you beat down habits down far enough, you really want to get them into your subconscious sub mind so that you're able to react to things without even thinking about it. A good example about that is like, you know, Obviously, you're Michael Jordan or whoever these famous basketball players are, famous athletes. When they reflect on when they're at their peak performance or like in the zone, they're always when they reflect back on it. They they rarely have the ability to say specifics on what exactly they were doing right. They just say, you know what, I was kind of in the zone, and that's kind of a generalized way of saying I was tapping into my unconscious mind. I was able to tap into the habits that I've been practicing on. And I was in deep relaxation. So that's what this that's what this is about. Easier said than done again. But you know we're just going to practice some good habits and talk about that in the uh, in the in the uh, body portion. So um, when we're thinking about being relaxed, most of us think about deep relaxation. You know, seeing yourself as completely limp and lethargic. You know, being limp and lethargic, just being completely loose, but uh, completely just vegged out. That's not what we're referring to here. Um, I'm not thinking about, you know, just being completely laid out. It, what we're referring to is just no excess tension, a condition of physical and mental balance and efficiency. That's just a, actually I'm reading that out of the book because it's just a definition. The term relaxation simply means no excess tension, a condition of physical and mental balance and efficiency. I really like that because it sums it up. No excess tension it's just means devoid of tension. So whenever I'm thinking about work, you know, I just it doesn't mean that I'm walking around like like a noodle. I'm just meaning that I'm walking around without tense muscle shoulders, my jaw clenched, and a hectic mind. Uh, and that's going to interfere with our physical actions. So you become skilled at deep relaxation as opposed to deep tension by practicing systematic exercises that eliminate all tension from the body. And we're going to practice that in the body section. And practicing deep relaxation quiets the body, quiets the internal organs, and strengthens the immune system. And when you're in deep, deep relaxation, what once took a really long time should be able to just be done very briefly. So, you know, the three levels of relaxation that I've read about and I've come up with are um, these three. Structural or mus muscular relaxation. So, 
Structural is obviously the most common technique. It's just deep relaxation through release of muscle tension. That kind of goes back to the loose body, loose, loose, relaxed muscles, and that's that's the kind of the, the first one, the most easy, the easiest one. Um, so that it just doesn't require any experience. This definitely doesn't. You don't have to be master at relaxing your body. You just need to learn to practice it. So um, a lot of people are really good at beginning exercise. really good at doing beginning exercises with this one. So. Um, when, but when it's done effectively, it can leave the body feeling warm and heavy, and um, it just feels like you haven't done any effort, so that's great. The next level of relaxation is related to the nervous system. So instead of feeling heavy and lethargic, your body should feel light. Your mind should become clear and alert, and it's an excellent way to maintain balance and create the conditions for effective problem solving. And we'll talk about that too. And then the level three is concentration. Now, we're, that's where you create the most profound state of relaxation, and that's through concentration. And that's why a lot of people do meditation, I think. It's because the more focused or concentrated the mind, the deeper the relaxation and the rest is in the body. Any concentration, any concentration exercise is going to relax the body, but meditation is really effective. Um, while muscle relaxation exercises are helpful for muscle-related problems, they're not effective for more complexes, such as hypertension. So that's, those are the three levels that I wanted to talk about just to initiate the conversation about relaxation. So now I think would be the good time to talk about some of the exercises that we can do. This is, I think these are really important whenever it comes to Relaxation, obviously, putting the work into motion is going to be the best practice. So if you can if you can master these, some of these, these aren't the perfect ones, but some of these behaviors, some of these habits that are good for you for rela from a relaxation standpoint, you can get them down into your unconscious. You should be able to tap into them whenever you're feeling stress, whenever you're feeling deadline, and then it'll impact your body. So from a dis discipline standpoint, and from a body standpoint, let's get into that. Uh, let's just dive in for different ways that we can, um, you know, help relax our bodies and different habits that we can form from a discipline standpoint. So, um, I always try to think that the best time to practice deep relaxation is when no one is going to disturb you for at least 15 minutes. So at the end of a workday, if you can go to a quiet, quiet room and take 15 minutes to clear your mind and body of all stress, tension, and everything at work, that's going to be the best place to be able to do it. At first, it may seem like you know your family needs attention and that you've got food to cook or you've got things that you've got to attend to. But if you if you really stick with it, you're going to find that you feel more refreshed and calm, and your interaction with your family and friends will be a lot better. In fact, after a few weeks, your family. In fact, after a few weeks, your family's probably going to insist that you take this time, and that makes that's funny, but it makes a lot of sense. The more, the more you practice, the more skillful you become. So start with 15 minutes a day. Why not? And as you gain the skill, the time is probably going to shorten dramatically. After you build your skill, I've read that it's never really a good idea to spend more than five minutes relaxing. Of course you can. But the rest of your time is better spent making your mind stronger with concentration and meditation exercises or developing creativity or working with intuition, so it's just kind of like a cost-benefit analysis from your perspective. Where's my time best spent? 
but initially should be 15 minutes should be spent for deep relaxation. Um, the more you, re one of the things that from a discipline standpoint to not focus on is trying too hard to relax. The more you relax, the more you try to relax, the harder it's going to be to become relaxed. So you should see relaxation as like, um, floating. So simply lying, just lying on your back and allow it to happen. That's called passive volition, or it's called effortless effort. Um, so if you want to, one of the best ways to practice that is to listen to the last part of the, this podcast. If you want to skip to it, it's going to be the 20-minute mark. And that's going to be a good, it's just a good exercise to listen to. But let yourself lie back, try to relax, memorize the exercise if you want, and it's going to allow you to become actively involved. And there's also other exercises that you can listen to, not just from this podcast, but from CDs and things. But allowing you to, having a taped exercise and relax and listen to it, that's a great way to get started. Um, and other people say that, like, listen to whale music. Uh, I always think of the Lebowski where you're sitting in the bathtub, listening to whale music, um, you know, relaxing. That's a great way to relax, absolutely. Work for the dude, but, um, you know, you don't always have access to music. You won't always have access to music when you're at work. It becomes a crutch. So, and, and a lot of times there's going to be some different variations in music that you're listening to that aren't going to help you completely get to the state that you need to to get into your subconscious or unconscious mind. So, having music, while awesome, is, uh, can be a hindrance for real, true relaxation. So, at least for the first 15 minutes, um, just don't start off with having music or something like that to listen to where it's, it's going to actually be a hindrance to you. So I think probably the best way to, to end the body portion of this would be to talk about what's the best way to actually relax. And, you know, it's not just to completely lay back and just zonk out and knock out 15 minutes of nap time. Like, that's great. I love it. I could do it all day long, but it's like, that's not what this, that's not what you should be focused on. Um, you know, just what is a relaxation, what is a relaxing posture? Um, you know, the basic posture should be used for all your relaxation exercises. So just practice the same one. Um, a good way to do it, I'm just going to reflect on the way that I've read about it and the way that I think that this should be done. So feel free to choose your own relaxing relaxation posture, but um, this, is, this is one that's effective. Lie on your back on a, this is an exercise you could do too. Lie on your back on a carpeted floor and gently close your eyes. Place your feet on a comfortable Place your feet a comfortable distance apart, about 12 to 18 inches, and your arms and hands slightly away from the body, palms facing up, and fingers gently curled. Now, I'm quoting that out of a book that my friend wrote because I always like that, that my fingers don't need to be straight out. That's causing tension. Just let them naturally sit. And your natural body posture is just standing with your arms at your sides is, is actually the most effective body posture, not having your arms crossed. Regardless, keep them back. Get them back to the relaxation posture. Um, this is hyper specific too, like 12 to 18 inches. You don't need to get a ruler out, but like, you know, it's just a great. I think we're going overboard here in order to say, hey, look, if you have an idea, come back to whatever you want. But just the general idea is to have your feet shoulder width apart, ballpark, arms out to your sides, fingers slightly generally curled. Um, you can use a small pillow to support your head. 
Um, just one thing to be aware of is do not lie haphazardly or place your arms too far apart. Just lie in a symmetrical position. And this posture, this posture is going to allow your body to become still and relaxed. And it's important to avoid drowsiness. I'm sure you've heard that before with meditation, but just keep your mind alert and focused on the flow of the breath. If you suffer from lower back problems, of course, or you have difficulty lying flat, place something under your under your knees. So we're flat on, you know, or your feet flat on the floor. And that's going to take you the, the pressure off your back and lower muscles. And it's going to allow you to, to relax. So, you know, thinking about diaphragmatic breathing, going back to this last topic, now we've covered relaxation, we've covered some ways to help your body relax. There's not a ton of time here, we're going to go deeper in the exercise. But, um, you know, allowing your body to relax, allowing your mind to concentrate on one thing and one thing only, which is your breath. And the air coming in and out of your nostrils, there's an exercise that we just posted on our on our SoundCloud page that reflects on how to do proper breathing. But allowing your body to concentrate on the breath, deep focus, 15 minutes, lying on your back, arms to your side, outstretched, fingers curled, legs outstretched, shoulder width apart, diaphragmatic breathing from the chip, from the stomach and right just above the stomach, deep in and out, and a deep focus and concentration on the breath. And that is the basis and the foundation for proper deep relaxation. If you practice that for 15 minutes, you'll realize that it's going to get short and short and short, shorter and shorter and shorter, down to five minutes, and then your family and friends will notice that you become more and more relaxed, you've got a good foundation, and you're more able to tap into your unconscious when you're in a stressful situation. So that's the dis- that is the discipline part and the body portion of the podcast. Kind of short and sweet tonight. Um, again, any questions that you have, please direct them to the Twitter page at Will Radio Run. Good luck on your adventures with relaxation. Feel free to post that you feel more relaxed or maybe you feel less relaxed as a result of this podcast. I don't know. It's been pretty chill. So um, love to get your comments and feedback. Hope this was helpful. Uh, the last part of this podcast is going to be the mind-body exercise. And... Uh, Hopefully that one will be a good place to start with your new posture and the new relaxation thoughts. Okay, thanks again for listening. So today's exercise is called mind-body exercise. This again is a great exercise to practice the diaphragmatic breathing and the, your new body posture. So um, let's get it. Let's give it a start. You don't need immediate feedback from a machine to tell you when your muscles are tense and when you feel they are relaxed. Sit quietly for a moment and pay attention to the muscles in your face, the jaws around the eyes and the forehead. What do you feel? Be aware of the muscles in your back and your neck and your shoulders. What do you feel here? Think about the last conflict you got involved with at work. Go over the situation clearly in your mind as if you were reliving it. What is happening in your muscles? Now picture these muscles as being very relaxed and loose. Imagine yourself sitting in your favorite vacation place, relaxing in the sun. Pay attention to what happens to the muscles in your face, neck, and shoulders.
Notice how your thoughts about your favorite spot relax these muscles. Which thoughts and feelings would you rather have? Which condition would you choose for your muscles? Your awareness gives you the opportunity to make a choice. Becoming aware of the unconscious mind and its contents is not impossible. We only need to train the power of attention by learning to concentrate and focus attention inwardly with detachment, we create a state of neutral observation. As we become more skilled in our ability to become an observer, we become more aware of the patterns and movements of the mind, and we have a greater opportunity to choose the patterns and behaviors we want. This is the mind-body awareness exercise. Thank you.